posted. Who was it? Was it by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or both to a stranger by a friend? Someone younger, someone older? Were there multiple people involved? Were you ghosted by family or a boss? Maybe whoever ghosted you probably sucks. No one does it right. Let's talk about it with Katia Saad, Ghost Detective, and my friend James Hilmer. Hello, and welcome back to Katia Saad, Ghost Detective. I'm here with my good friend, James Hilmer. Hello. And we have two amazing guests today. We have two amazing comedians, Amy Silverberg and Lynn Molly. Hello. Hello. We usually talk to our guests about a time they were ghosted by a friend, family member, or lover. Um, but today, we wanted to talk to Amy and Lynn about why they chronically ghost. Brutal to be ghosted by a family member. Yeah, honestly, that's those episodes have been heartbreaking. Not that many of them. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, shout out to Diana Hahn. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we usually talk about a time you were ghosted. And we will get into, Lynn does have a ghosting story that Ooh. Amy is going to serve as a guest detective on and oh, help us solve. Good. I've always wanted to be a detective. But <laughs> I've always wanted to be. But I thought it was very interesting that I asked you both the same question. Like, do you want to come on and talk about ghosting? And you both said, no, actually, I chronically ghost. And I think it's very interesting. You guys are friends. You've known each other for a long time. We used time. to. Well, Lynn's been in a long-term relationship for a really long time. Yeah, I haven't ghosted men as much as I've ghosted women. French. Oh, interesting. <gasps> Lynn. But I do love women. Lynn Molly. Listen. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Okay, but so you ghosted a few of those. Wait, too. so I just want to lay it down for the audience. You're both very kind people. So I, I think, Lynn, and... Um, you are no, sorry. You're both very. You are. You're very kind. Why do you only name women? Friends, because she says <laughs> I only ghost women. women. And I was like, funny. I thought she was kind until this moment, <laughs> and then um, you're both very pretty, and you're both ladies. And I, I wanted to. Sorry, I said ladies. Um, women. <laughs> um, and I wanted to. I don't know. I wanted to have a conversation because we do often. Well, guess- I also I call myself a recovered ghoster. I think I used to do it when More. I was less like. Mature, you know, I've been in therapy. I think um, I just was the idea of like a confrontation and having to tell. So it's also like I didn't want a man to yell at me ever. And I would just be like, I'll just I'll just uh, disappear into the ether. You know, (laughs) but it's definitely like a cowardly thing of not wanting to have an awkward conversation. Yeah. I told one I met a guy at at the farmer's market. And we which I lived five minutes away from like a five minute walk. And then. Uh, you know, we were texting, whatever. And then I was just like, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. And I yeah. told him I moved to Portland. Oh, my God. And, and then he would text me and be like, how's Portland? And I'd be like, lots of trees, lots of oxygen. <laughs> and then I ran into him at the farmer's market where I continued to go to. And he was like, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm just in town. And he was like, we should go I'm out. I'm just in town. <laughs> it was so demented. And he was like, we were should you go like out Google while you're there. searching Portland? And like, then we didn't know each other well to him. We didn't know each other well enough to like keep anything up, but I would just be like, Portland's great. Like, oh my God. You also have like a public social media with your full real name. 
This was years ago, I will say. Was um, this like before comedy? Kind of before comedy. Yeah. I think I had Instagram, but it was like, I just had some picture. Like You can hide better than yes. I And like there days. weren't like Instagram stories. And then so I ran into him in the farmer's market. And yeah. He's like, and I was like, I'm back visiting. And he was like, we should go out while you're I'm back <laughs> while you're visiting. And I was like, oh, like I'm so swamped having to see all the people in LA. Like while I'm, I'm here. So- it was so crazy. It's like so humiliating. <laughs> I like that so wait okay so real quick why why did you were you just he seemed to be interested in you oh yeah he was you, like trying to take me out trying to take me out and I was just like you know what's feeling. gonna be the easiest and will spare his feelings yeah is to just say I moved I was like I'm never gonna see this guy again <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm, I was all about like telling people things that I thought wouldn't hurt their feelings I'm diabetic I once told someone that my blood sugars were too out of control. So like I couldn't date. I was like, I got to work on my blood sugars. They're like going I crazy. I got to work on my blood Such, sugars. And it's this thing of feeling, you know, like whatever. I grew up with really guilt um, Jews that make yeah. you feel really guilty. And I think that's where it comes from. This idea of like got to save someone's feelings at all cost. And then okay. in the end, often you end up hurting them like worse, you know. I think this makes sense to me because I think with men, I don't mind hurting their feelings because they're dumb. But then I think with women, I'm like, ooh, but like they have sensitive feelings and I don't want to like. And then you always think, well, if they can think it's some other reason, like. But I I give excuses normally. I rarely just disappear into the ether, though I have in a way that I'm like one particular one that I'm humiliated, two particular ones that I'm humiliated by of like someone that I was dating and they're texting over and over going, where did you go? Where did you go? What happened to you? And I'm like, I scarred that guy. And then that guy actually, I emailed like six months later and I was like, I just want you to know how humiliated I am by that. Like I treated you so badly and I was so anxious by trying to have a, like by needing to have a confrontation that I disappeared and I'm like working on myself. Wow. That's good. Very good credentials to be the guest detective, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you know, I'm I gotta I gotta work on my ability to withstand somebody else's discomfort. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If anyone cries in my house, my dad starts crying. It's very, you know, oh. just a real like it's like a waterfall of anxious, overly emotional Jews I come from. And it's just made me, I think, like afraid, afraid. to make anyone upset. You're like, I don't wanna create more noise. Imagine having a dad is. who's constantly like breaking into tears, you know? <laughs> mm. Can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's like I or can't. getting like frenzied, yeah. you know? Hmm. So, Lynn, you've ghosted guys and you've I don't ghosted- know if I've actually ghosted, ghosted men. Girls. I dated exclusively mean, horrible men. And then one <laughs> one single man was nice to me. And I was like, I'll be with you forever. That's my story, too. Yeah. <laughs> and she fun. picked a great one. Yes. He's really nice. Yeah, he's a very nice that's man. all I, I can accept in my life. The other day, he was at a comedy party with us. This oh. is Kaylin, Lynn's boyfriend. and Shout out to the K-man. Yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, you were like, I'm sure you had a bad time because it's full of comedians. And he said, no, I was listening to the free jazz in the back. And I was like, wow. <laughs> he walked away from the party. Yeah, to, just, to Honestly, go and I can't respect that more. Yeah, you know? I know. To listen to jazz by the bathroom he, probably, he was like, I'd rather listen to my own thoughts than listen to comedians <laughs> yeah, talk. Exactly. <laughs> But you you ghost women friendships specifically? Um, it's more like I have this, I mean, shout out to my astrologer who says I have this quality where people tend to just like latch on to right. me. They think they're like closer to you than yes. they actually yeah. are. Yeah. And I know this happens to both of you too. Yeah, I have yeah. that too. And then 
and especially because we're on the internet and we're promoting ourselves and they're responding. And you're a friendly person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then like these people who I've met one time are suddenly interacting with me more than my own mom is. <laughs> they reach out to me more than my best friends do. And then at some point I just have to. You just kind of. Just yeah. stop responding. Do you say anything? Oh, you just disappear. I usually just stop responding because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of am okay with that as a way of someone being well, like, you know, I'm not interested. I, you know, when you meet someone, I feel like I meet or friends of mine, girls will be like, I hate when someone ghosts because I want them to tell me why they don't want to be with me. And I'm like, that sounds so heinous. If someone doesn't want to be with me, never tell me. I like, agree. Like, I never want to know. Like, well, it sounds so awful to be. And there are some people who are like, you got to tell me, like, tell me to my face why you don't yes. want to be with me. And I'm like, never tell me to my face. Mm -hmm. Anything what's, critical. What's interesting, though, is I feel like the people who are saying, if you want to be with me, just tell me. It's I feel like I've noticed that they often get ghosted a lot, maybe. And Maybe they are doing something blaringly obvious that would drive people away. But I feel like you both have a personality that people like you're like a firefly at night. People are like, I want to talk to you. That's so nice of you to say. That's so <laughs> nice of you to say. It's also when you have any degree of success, people will just well, suddenly latch on. And I also think for dates, it's like a thing where if you're like friendly and curious, which Lynn's also a writer and so am I. And I think I have a lot of curiosity about other people in the world. Yeah. Actually, a friend was just telling Maddie Connor, shout out to Maddie Connor. She went on a date <laughs> with a guy where he didn't ask a single question of her. And all she did was ask him questions. Uh, yeah. And, she was like, and I was having a good time because I was like drinking. And, and then afterwards he was like, that was the best date. And Always. she was like, you didn't ask, ask me, me a, a single, single thing. thing. Always. And I think if you're a girl who has like some curiosity about the world and lets a man talk, they're like, this was incredible. You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So then you have to sort of like extricate yourself from like, I, it was only one way, dude. Yeah. Like, So do you feel like the guys that you've ghosted, did that quality happen with them too? Where you were like, I'm just kind of being a nice person. And like, I'm asking the questions and stuff. I think for one date, I think the the one I ghosted that was really, um, what's the word? The, the egregious, my egregious <laughs> one was just like this really, I like only seem to date nice Jewish guys. And he was just like this Hell nice, yeah. boring Jewish guy. And I just, I think I was in a time in my life where I was like, like someone else, like it didn't work out with someone else. And I just wanted to be like comforted. You know, I was like using yeah. him and I felt bad about it. And then I was like, I can't keep seeing this guy. Like he's so boring. We have nothing in common. Yeah. Um, but he's nice. I, and I, you know, and attraction wise, I was like, take him or leave him. He looked like one of those. And I can say this because I'm Jewish. One of those Jewish guys that you almost have face blindness for because they look like so many other Jewish guys. You know, like <laughs> even now when I try to picture him, I can't recall his face. James is like looking I'm, around. I'm remaining so quiet and have yeah. no facial expression. You know, <laughs> his name was okay. I'm not gonna say his name, but a very Jewish name. And I just cannot recall his face even right now as I try to picture him. And then. He was just so much more into it than me. And I kept doing this thing. It's like that momentum that you let yourself get. And I think I think somebody not had broken up with me, but somebody had not wanted me. And I think I was letting him sort of like, you know, fill that space or like comfort. You know, I wanted someone to want me. And then I had to like, I just let the momentum go too long. I let him get way too into it. And then I like stop responding. And he was like, we're dating. Like, where Scale did you go? Scale of one to ten, how likely is he to listen to this? Well, I actually... 
I apologize. This was years and years and years okay. ago. I must have been like 22. Oh, I was like right out of college. Um, and he's now married. And when I sent him that email, so you showed up to the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I'm sorry. When I sent him that email apologizing, he was very, he was like, thank you so much for saying Aww. that. I was like, it wasn't you. It was me. Like I was being, you know, freaky. Uh, but I'm a big like, I'm a big act oh. crazy and then apologize later. <laughs> Not act crazy, but you know. Yeah. As long as you, I'm a great apologizer. I'm a great I feel like I'd never get that far. I just let it go forever and let it haunt me. Have you ever apologized to, um, a woman that you ghosted? No, because I don't think we were ever that close. It's usually just more, uh, I feel like they want to kind of be it's my It's like friend the intro, just, like, are we going to be yeah. friends? I also have this bad habit where I'm, it's like the writer thing, like you were saying, where I'm, I'm like really excited about people for one minute. Yeah. And then when it like gets real, I'm like, oh no, I just wanted to meet someone new for a minute. You like the beginning of things. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. I actually have a, I had a friend. Um, oh, I don't want to say too much. Just, <laughs> just in case. We were, we, we lived in close proximity to each other and that was our main thing in common. Yeah. She was the most negative person. Just really uh -huh. difficult to be around. Yes. And had no, had no friends. You know, yeah. I somehow became her only friend. It was like yeah. very weird. And then she'd be like, I don't know what it is. Like why people like, I've been ghosted so by so many friends. She would like say that. Yes. And then it was this thing that I, we would like take walks together because we live so close. And after we spent time together, I would feel so like, drained. Almost like you needed to take a shower yeah, or, or something. Just sad. Yeah. Like I would yeah. feel, and she, you know, also never ask questions about me, just complain about her life constantly. And that kind of person who complains about their life and then you give a suggestion and she's like, that would never work. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, this girl's going to want to take walks every fucking day. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. Like, I'll go crazy. And I didn't ghost her, but she would be like, hey, like, are you free? And I'd be like, no. Like, I was just never yeah. free. Yeah. And I know at one point she was like, did I do anything wrong? And I was like, no, because you didn't. I was just like, I cannot. Some people, you can't. How do you tell if I think friend breakups are even harder than regular breakups? Because how do you tell a friend you are a you're the problem? You're and you are a person yeah. who is not nice to be around, and that's why nobody wants to be your friend. How, how do you tell? And is it better to tell someone? Is that construct? And can they change? I yeah. have so many questions. What if I said her full name here? And I'm like, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that it's you, and you should change. Just say her name backwards. I think well, that know. feedback that feedback needs to come in very think, yeah. young when you're not equipped yet with the experiences and knowing boundaries like you talked about before, you need to get that feedback early to fix that because you're pretty set in your way. So you think like once this woman is driving everyone away in her 30s, it's too late for her? Uh, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to just hear that I've, feedback. <laughs> I feel like also I've, I've had, like I was going to say like, I've had people come up to me, like you were saying, I like you're like a very, I'm talking to Lynn, you can't see it, listeners, but I was addressing Lynn. Like you both are very like magnetic and fun to talk to at a party and stuff. And so Lynn, you were specifically saying that friendships bubble and you're interested. And then you're like, oh, actually, I don't have time for a project right now. <laughs> like, it just gets get so weird so fast. Yes. And I guess I also feel like Lynn has a lot of friends. Yes. And me too. And you. Yeah. And if you're a comedian, you kind of have a yeah, lot of friends. And I don't know if I always You're like, have I don't even room. know if I like all these friends. They're just here. Oh my all God. Time. I mean, in comedy, you feel like I see this literal loon every day in my life and I don't see some of the girls I grew up yes. with who I love, you know? Yes. And you're like, this loon wants to get lunch. This and I want to get lunch. I see this loon every my best friend. 
fucking day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think more. when you meet someone new who wants to like be best friends and you're like, listen, I don't have enough room in my schedule yeah, for no, you. I yeah. do have a perfect story that aligns with this that you are going to love. Um, I was I was in a lift. And the driver was a super nice woman. And she was like, I work in PR for film. And this was back during the Wolf Den days where I would try to get anyone to come to this our This is our show. show that we ran in a friend's front yard. Lynn and I also have done this for our abortion show. We were begging anyone to come. Anyone. So I was like talking to this Wolf driver and she was a woman. So I was like, okay, I can drop that. I have a comedy show. Maybe she'll come to the comedy show. So then, you know, she was like, okay, maybe. I don't know. And then she found me on Instagram and she messaged me. And she was like, do you want to go to this TV show premiere? It's downtown. And this was a month after my New Year's resolution was to say yes to everything. Oh, no. That also sounds kind of fun. You're like, oh, a TV premiere. And there was an open mic right nearby. So I was like, I'll hit that because it was at like six or something. And then I'll go to the open mic and I'll stop by. It sounds great. And then I get there. She had invited me two hours early to this thing. And it was just her there and there we were just standing there there weren't seats or anything out yet what did she want you to do for that two hours she wanted to talk to me about her divorce and how <gasps> difficult it was for her to make her divorce friends. yeah was there even like drinks that you could have during okay that two so hours? i was like hey do you want to get a drink and she was like no i'm not drinking and i was like no <laughs> no no <laughs> Standing soberly, listening to her talk about her divorce. And there was like setting up the movie premiere. Yes, and there was also like loud music, so we were just kind of like shouting Yelling at each other about while standing divorce. up. And then, so I go to the bathroom and I call Kalen, my boyfriend, and I'm like, "Call me in five minutes." And he goes, "Okay." And I go, I go back. He calls me. I answer it. And I'm like, "Uh huh. Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can definitely make that." And then I was like, "I just got booked on a show, so I'm gonna have to run." Oh my god, that's what Brad Solnets are on all his first dates used to do. Really? Where he would be like, if he didn't know if he wanted to shout out to Brad Solnets, who I don't know if he wants me to tell this story. <laughs> he has a girlfriend now, so I think it's okay. He would on the first date if he didn't know if he wanted to be with her or not, he'd be like. He would, or if he was going to like the date, yeah. he would sit down and he would go, just so you know, I might be asked to a show at any minute. <laughs> like, I'm waiting I might be asked to a show so at any minute. I think he said it in a more normal way, but he was like, there's a show I might have to do later. And then if he liked her, he'd be like, oh, show got canceled. And then if he didn't, he'd be like, got, got a text. Got a oh, my God. Or like have like Danny Jollis text him like an hour. It's <laughs> a solid move. She was very understanding. She was like, oh, this happens to all my clients all the time. And then she was like, all my to, clients so she was like, this also time. happens to all my friends. They always oh. have to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the like okay so that was that turned strange so quickly and then your story about the friend who she she's not interested in actually improving her life she just kind of wants to vent a lot I think it's one of those things where I think like I don't know what I don't know how she would describe herself I think when she described her life she would say that she just had a lot of like bad luck yeah you know um she would also say crazy things about her career that you were just like, I don't think that's the reason why it's not going well, you know? I like, <laughs> but I'm, uh, oh crap, I know. Just the so thread, negative. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the thread was like, oh, the, my thought was like, I've had this happen to me where it's like uh, a new friendship turns strange so fast. And you're like, I have to abandon ship. Or like, or a friend that you've been friends with for a while, you're like, should I tell them? Right. Yeah. Right. And I feel like both, like, 
you're like, should I assume this responsibility for you? Right. You know, like tell the divorce woman, like, actually, this is wildly inappropriate. <laughs> or like the friend, like you're like, so, like, so, and I've actually stopped myself because I was like, I actually don't want to assume responsibility. Like, I don't want to be a good become, way to think about it. Yeah. Assume responsibility. This friend was also like in therapy and I was like, your therapist sounds so exhausted by you, you know, Your like oh. <laughs> so, they're getting paid. I was gonna say, well, for Lynn is like you got kind of tricked into free being therapy. therapy yeah. I, it wasn't there. I don't think she was leaving room for me to have input into. Her she situation. just needed a sounding board. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, like, did she come to your show? She did not. So after she did not. How dare she? You know, she could have done. The quickness with which she was like, no. Well, I think after I left, I feel like she maybe messaged me something, and I messaged something, and then we just never talked. And then she unfollowed me like <gasps> shortly after, and I was like, oh great, I've been waiting to unfollow you too. The unfollow is so brutal because it's you like, <laughs> you know what? I, after all, I don't even want to look at your life. Do you guys, how did you find out she unfollowed you? Did you just like notice like organically or? I think I checked. I was just like, whatever happened to that? I think I was telling this story to someone and they were like, oh, can I see her profile or something? And I showed, I mean, her profile is fine. She's like a fine woman. It just, I I didn't have the capacity. Also driving Lyft and working in PR. Woof. Yeah. Yeah, Worst of both worlds. I forgot she met her in in a Lyft. Yeah. It's pretty wild. And then after that, I never talked to her. This driver. was the Lyft driver? Yeah. I feel what like some I... of that's on you. Like, <laughs> some of that is on me. That's the thing. I do get like engaged really easily. No, I do the problem. same thing. Or when someone starts talking to me on a plane, I'm like, yeah, what's going oh, on? No. Yeah, you. Maybe you were. It's because oh. I think it's because we have a, I think one of my best qualities is a curiosity about like yes. other people in the world. And then it's also yeah. one of my worst qualities because I'll follow that curiosity and then I'll not know how to extricate myself in a mature way. I feel like I can, when people meet me, I'm like, state your purpose. Like I can be very like not friendly. And then I'm like, are you here to hurt us? And they're like, no, I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? Like, what's up? <laughs> are you here to- <laughs> well, I also used to sleep with people out of curiosity. I don't do that anymore. That's I'm like, cool. wow. Me and Cotty have. Yeah. Uh, Amy, issues. you're my sex icon. That is yeah. so cool. I've been in a relationship now for the last three years, I guess. But, wow. be, but even in between my, even in between two relationships, I slept with a few people that I didn't think I was attracted to, but I slept with you were them like, out of curiosity. You were yeah. like, I just want to know One what of them it's was a comedian. like. Yeah. And then I was just like, stupid. Like, you knew you, mm. curiosity is not enough. <laughs> was, was any of them surprisingly good? No. No. <laughs> like, I think you have to be attracted to them. Curiosity. Yeah. You, know. you were like, I just want to see what they do. Or I want to see what they look like naked. Yeah. Oh, I want to okay. see what they're like in bed. Yeah, like, yeah. it's sort of interesting. It is interesting because you kind of are dif- you're a slightly different version of yourself in bed, right? Right. Yeah, and I just it was just curious. It was just curiousness. Everyone gets a little British, right? Yeah. When you become sexual, that's normal. I like barking like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, I'm I'm gonna butcher what she said, but one of my best friends is a psychologist. Yeah, and she was like, I think one of the most, like. I don't know, pessimistic, but she was just like, the truest thing is so often like when someone is like, why can't I make friends? Or like, why can't I get a date or whatever? Like sometimes it's just like, you're annoying. You know? Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you reveal that to a, that you're annoying and maybe strange or, yeah, or difficult yeah. to be around in some way. And then it, she's just like these people who seek therapy, they think it's going to be some secret 
code that they have to figure out when in reality it's like you are not a nice person to be around. Mm. I wish we had a therapist here to weigh in on whether we should just help people. That's Shout out to Carly Rukos, one of my best friends, a therapist. Carly mm. Rukos, Tessa. It looks Bonda like Hall. Lynn, I always say. Hey, yeah. What? Oh my I God. I love her already. Yeah. I love her already. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, Tessa is learning to be a therapist and soon as she gets that done in a few years, we're going to have her on. Slash, maybe <gasps> we'll have her on yeah. before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, okay. They're annoying. Wait, oh crap, I lost my train of thought. Just that it. it's not as complicated as they want it to be. Yeah. I, we um oh. I always we always tell our students, I'm a high school teacher, we always tell them about growth mindset. So you sometimes you have to tell a kid that what they're doing is annoying. You always frame it as <laughs> their, their, their behavior. So you have to be like, when you do this, it has this result. And they can't really take that too personally. Yeah. Especially someone much more emotionally mature should be able to handle it. If you say like, it, it, the truth is you are annoying. But if you just say you are annoying, it's like tough to handle. But right. Said, no, like, and I don't think that, I don't think yeah, therapists, yeah. I don't think my friend who's a psychologist says you are annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But it's I'm just, sure she'd like these to. These meds would probably make you less annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, if you do these activities, actions it will have this reaction if you want to not have that reaction don't do those actions but if you want to keep doing those actions that's your choice yeah Um, i have noticed that my friends annoying things each year get worse and worse and worse and it's getting to the point where my friends are like (laughs) sitcom characters where no matter what the situation is they're gonna behave in the exact same way and it's so frustrating to watch Hmm. yeah i yeah i agree with that do you think it's like an age thing like they're just growing further into i think so i mean look at yeah i don't know if your parents are like this but my parents are like you know, it's it's to the point where they can't even socialize because they're so set in their ways. And I just I hope if you're I a little weird, people. you get weird, like yeah. a little weird in whatever way. Weirder. Everyone's weird in some way. Yeah. yeah. And they isolate themselves more. So it grows and grows and grows. I also think not all annoying people, but I think a lot of annoying people are a little self-obsessed and they don't know it like they're they're point of view is just on them and like how people are reacting like I've had friends like call me and be like I think everyone hated me there and I was like that probably isn't true I think no one was thinking of you there yeah Yeah. exactly yeah like you were also there and if they didn't talk to you it's maybe because you were standing in the well, corner. And I also and think that's down. like comedian disease too, of being like, oh yeah, that is really, or harsh. just like yeah. everyone's thinking of me, and it's like no one's thinking. Of this you. is a comedian; they are not thinking <laughs> of anyone but themselves. Yeah, like, <laughs> whatever you're worried about, like, there's a great quote from a book I like, a Michael Cunningham book. He says, "You're always worried about the wrong thing." Ooh, hmm. that's true. I like the shirt. Thank you. It's a. Uh, is this? This is not flannel. No, it's just, no. It's, it's like just such red. A good, I it love, has like a flannel. It's kind of like texture. a boy's shirt, but okay. Um, <laughs> wait, I'm talking track. about her shirt. I just wanted to wrap up this idea. So I feel like we we we're afraid of confrontation, mm-hmm. but I feel like we either- also. Grew, did you grow up in a family where you were allowed to express your feelings? Uh, I feel like I would tell my parents things and because they're so foreign, they just couldn't comprehend it. So it got to the point where I was like, well, I'm just not going to. Yeah, see, mine were so Jewish and emotional. It just felt like I could if I came to my dad with anything, he would like start crying or like freaking out. I mean, I'm exaggerating with the crying, but like, just he's always, you know, if I have a problem, I can't tell my dad because he'll make it worse. Yeah. By being like, <laughs> like, how will we do this? Or just like he has so much anxiety. Yeah. You know, um, wow. that it turns into more anxiety. So like I always say, like, if I 
where to get like kidnapped. Like I couldn't call my dad because he would like, <laughs> wow. he would just lose it. He would lose his mind. Yeah. He yeah. would get kidnapped too somehow. Right. Right. Well, his, also his favorite movie is Taken. And I'm like, you are so anxious. <laughs> so I know. And if, and if oh. I was Taken, you'd have to turn to mom and be like, Nancy, do I have any special skills? <laughs> I feel like if I told my parents like I was kidnapped, they'd be like, that happens in Syria all the time. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry about it. So I think it made me just be like, if you like give somebody a difficult emotion, they are going to freak out. So you have to like avoid that at all costs. Wow. I'm sort of coming to a realization that I haven't come to before. Wow. We did it again. Yay. (laughs) I think my realization is just that I'm a big baby. It's just that. (laughs) And that your parents are like in Syria, people were ghosted from their bedrooms. I think you have a, I think you do have a wild curiosity. Yeah. I'll be like on the street with you and someone starts talking to us and you're like, wow, what? And I'm like, Lynn, no, we, Go. Yeah, I have that too. My boyfriend's always like, "Don't talk to random people." My my boyfriend is the talker to random people, and I'm like, "We know," but yeah, he's, he's weirdly yeah. he's really good at celebrity sightings though, because he'll just like he somehow charms them. Yeah, they yeah. they like they see him and they're like, "He's different than the rest." Yeah. Like, I don't know your boyfriend very well, but he's always so nice every he's time I see him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a very sweet bubba. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay, so I feel like we had a, a good chat about that and um, <laughs> about that, about about you all ghosting people. And um, now is the time for Lynn to regale us with her ghosting story. And Amy's going to be a guest ghost detective with me and James. Okay, so there's some backstory to this whole thing. So the summer after my freshman year of college, I was like, I cannot go back home. That There's just, I, I'm never going home again. Uh, and a friend of mine grew up in Nantucket, which is a tiny little island um, off of Massachusetts. And it's it's like the people who live there are super hippy dippy. And then the people who vacation there are super like Ballsy. rich and fancy. Yeah. But she was like the hippy dippy enclave. And I went to visit her and I like fell in love with this like hippy universe they had. So I went <laughs> and I moved there. And wait, I, where is this again? Sorry. It's an island off of Massachusetts. It's okay. tiny. Um, I moved there for the summer because you can make a ton of money like waitressing there. And I had two jobs. I had a morning job and a night job. So I was working all the time, but I was making so much money, like wow. more money than I make in the television industry. Wow. It was so much, but I was working to the bone. It's a job you can only have at 18. And um, I moved into this house. They have like a Nantucket newspaper where they had like listings. <gasps> and it was this house that this weird man named Greg owned and he only rented it to beautiful young women. No. He had been doing this for years. He was like in his 40s doing this for years. The house was incredible. It had a pool and like a hot tub and like tennis oh courts. Oh boy. And all the girls were fun but he for that, there, you're like there were strange teddy bears with cameras in it. I want to say, <laughs> say there was like maybe there's a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was at least, I want to say there was maybe like nine of us living there that summer. Okay, wow. And it was two girls in each room. And I think the rent, we were each paying $800 Whoa. a month. And, um, but this year was different because he had a fiance. And uh. I guess all the other girls go every year and there was no fiance. And it was like party house. Greg like threw these hot parties. But Ugh, now the fiance so was there and she had rules. And she did not like anyone. How old was the fiance? I was just going to ask that. She was about his age. Oh, surprise. Oh. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Like, she she liked me because I was responsible and I wasn't home very often. But the other girls were a wild ride. One night she was out 
And then um, he like had a huge party and like all the girls were like, hee 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 And <laughs> oh my God. Wait, what did he look like? Lynn, were you at the like Playboy Mansion yeah, in Massachusetts? I, really <laughs> I truly was. Um, like, was what, like was he ugly, normal? He was like. Amy is crushing ghosts. Guest ghost detective right now. He, I'm just wondering, yeah, like, was no, he sexy? No, yeah, was he no, awful? these are great he questions. He wasn't awful, but he wasn't super. He was like somewhere in between. He was like fine, I think. Also, not my type. I like skinny hipsters. That's true. And yeah. he was, maybe <laughs> but he like wasn't more like rugged. grotesque. He was very Nantucket. Like his skin was like too tan for a white man. Okay, like, yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. But like, fisherman still, sweaters, kind of. Yeah, it still kind of like had mm-hmm. a little bit of yeah. a ruggedness to him. Um, but is, then is Nantucket more of family vacation spot, right? Or is yeah. it? Yeah, but it's like house people have houses there, and they vacation. What is it? They summer, and he's gonna have right. terrible so sun damage again. Okay, it's not at all like Jersey Shore type. <laughs> no, it's like fancy, fancy, okay. like very yeah. bougie, like. Oh, you just said families. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but people are you writing down family. notes? Yes. Oh, sorry. James is going to take notes and then he'll read it like a poem, even though it's oh not a poem. Okay. Um. So, so that's the backstory of <laughs> yeah. this house. Um. But I shared a room with this girl, and her name was Stacy, and that's all I can remember. And Stacy was a bit older than me because I was eighteen, and I think she was in her early thirties, and she used to bring her like very large boyfriend to come stay in our room like all the time. Large. And she was like very okay. nice. But like I was an 18 year old girl and he was a very large man in his 30s. And it was just like a little. Was he large like he was ripped or was he yeah, large? Yeah, he was really ripped and oh, really handsome. Remember okay. when you were 18 and someone in your their 30s seemed like an ancient person yes. to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember she used to always tell me I didn't have a butt and she would offer me chips to like help your butt. My butt, I guess. Which is, because Lena's, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm so curious wow, what you were going to say. <laughs> Lynn looks great, is all I, I'm going to say. And, um, you know, chips are the cure-all yeah. for what ails you. Yeah, yeah. Flat butts, I guess. But that's just one detail. I have but, a flat butt. I'm going to start eating chips. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give it a shot. See if it works. Um, I mean, granted, I maybe wasn't the best roommate at all times. That was the only time I did that thing where I got so drunk one night and then the next day opened up like a water bottle to drink and it was straight vodka that actually wow. happened to me I thought you were going to say something so much worse like you peed the bed or barfed in the bed I did barf in the bed yeah. it was a wild summer yeah, yeah. we but, all do that at 18 yeah. Yeah. Um, so then one month she was like I don't have rent can you pay it for me and I'll pay you back and I was like I live with this girl so, and also, I, I can't even tell you how much money I was making. Also, you're time. 18. You're so naive. Yeah. yeah. Of course. You're like, sure, I'll help. Yeah. yeah. In the room. We're in the same room. And she was so sweet. So I paid that her $800. <laughs> and then one day, I come home from work. And the woman who lived there with her fiance had kicked all the girls out. <gasps> Every single girl. And she was like, pack up your stuff. None of you live here anymore. What? So I was like, ah. Including you or she was like, Lynn, you can stay. I mean, I feel like she was kind of like indifferent. Maybe. Yeah. I gotta say, if my fiance was like, so I live in a house full of young women, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with <laughs> yeah. you? <laughs> she, her problem started a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Exactly. Yeah. I would be highly um, amazed if they were still together. But so yeah, everyone can had like- Can you detective that? Yeah, can you detect <laughs> Honestly. Reg Nantucket. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
still with life? Question mark. Still with life. <laughs> we'll go back. Um, and then wait. So, so she kicked him out, and you don't know why. She just. I think she just had enough. Like, yeah, she was done. She was done with us, like puking all over her property. She might have been like, over. "I gotta get my life together." Life my life yeah, together. I think so. I remember also. He, was anyone sleeping with Greg? Uh, <laughs> Maybe a hand job or something. Yeah, I'm sure there was like for rent or whatever. Yeah. Also, I feel like I remember she was always like hiding alcohol from him too. She would like, oh my god, and she would be like pouring it down. Makes the sense. Sink. Yeah, it feels like she inherited uh, a man in a um, world of problems. Yeah, a world of problems. Like it's almost like you guys are children, but you're obviously not their children. It's so weird. Like she inherited a cult. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Great short story premise. There's yeah. like two, there's two tones. I think I see this going. One is like 80s summer party comedy. Yeah. yeah. Or like a 24, very dour, mm. depressing movie I about a I divorce. Yeah. Or, I, or like midsummer type. Yeah. I've been trying oh, okay. to do something creatively with it for so long, but then it's one of those things where you're like, is this, too impossible for people to even believe, but maybe not. Oh. I don't think it's impossible. Okay, so everyone leaves. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah sorry, sorry. Everyone okay, so yeah, everyone, everything was gone. And I remember some girl had like loaned me one of her jackets, and it like I had it like on my floor, and she had like come into the room and like taken the jacket. I don't know why that's. She was like, I gotta get that jacket back. Like, I gotta get. I would have done the same thing. I'm it like, I'm not like, leaving without my it jacket. It was like ransacked. Like it was wild. And I just got home from work, and like my home was like in tatters. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I'm moving out. So I'm like packing up all my stuff, and then I leave. And then I text the girl. I'm like, hey, you can just like send me back the eight hundred dollars. Like we can. This meet is up the whenever. roommate. Yeah, the roommate didn't hear anything. I think just a few days later, it was like the end of summer. I like moved back to, I went back to college and then I was like texting her and I was like, and this was before Venmo. So I was like, Hey, you can mail $800. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot my, about before Venmo to my college, Checks. like PO box if you want. And then I just never heard back from her. Okay, you were right on the money. This uh, this backstory is wildly more fascinating than, than that girl who thing. obviously stole eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it so makes sense because this, this bitch was like, "I'm this oh, this woman is never seeing that money. Yeah. Like I am uh, absconding into the night with that eight hundred dollars." I do have an admission though, an addendum to the story. Okay, that's gonna that make you are you Greg. Hate me so okay. much. Oh, wow. you, did you say you hooked up with Greg? No, oh, that you, you are Greg. Greg. You're just going to start yelling at me when you hear this. I'm okay. Gonna, so like, I'm going to turn some volumes. Down. I'm going to turn some volumes. <laughs> so five years later, I returned to Nantucket for like a weekend just yes. to like go back. It's a beautiful island. Um, and I was at some bar and I saw her there with her <gasps> giant boyfriend. She didn't see me. And yeah, I, how many wow, years later was five. this? Was like maybe five years. And later. still together, amazing. Still, and the fact that they're still in Nantucket, I saw multiple girls from that house still in Nantucket. Something's up oh, with that house. There. You're lucky you escaped. Yes, <laughs> I know. I know. You would have been turned into a, a plant or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I didn't confront her because, like we talked about before, I'm a big baby. No, I would have been scared. Yeah. I wouldn't like, have. Yeah. What's the boyfriend going to do? She's so big. She has so like tall. a Groot like guard. Yeah. I don't now think I see so. why you kept making yeah. a big deal out of him being huge. I was like, so. But yeah. I was worried it would yeah. go somewhere else. I'm I okay, that didn't. you yeah. just pretty much told the plot of a short story. The fact you really that you see them later yeah. in the yeah. He was also very like 
he just had like sex oozing off him too. And I feel like that was. Did very she have that? Um, not as much, <laughs> not as much, I would say. But she did have a much larger butt than me. I wonder what she oh. did with that eight hundred dollars butt implants. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, at that point, the eight hundred dollars didn't even like bother me anymore because it was from so long. Right. Yeah, or just like it's so crazy that you stole that money. Did you still make a lot of money even though you had to? You lost eight hundred dollars. I can't even tell you how much money I made. That it'd be summer. pretty sad wow. if that eight hundred dollars was the difference between Lynn making money or not making money. That would be sad. No, yeah. at that point, if that was the profit or not. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I'm bad I with it, money. But yeah. still, eight hundred dollars to me is a lot of money. But yeah. now it yeah. is. But yeah. it was like I. It was. I wasn't spending anything on this island either because I was just working. So I was just like raking in so much money. Wow. I feel like I've heard that from a lot of people who work in like resort towns yeah. that they just make so much yeah. money as like waitresses or. Because you could make like minimum, it would be like $300 a day at the lunch job and then like minimum $300 wow. a day. Can you imagine? Uh, and often it was more. Like some days I'd make like $1,000 a day. <gasps> you made like what. a year's earning that yeah. summer. And like more. A year, I thought you're I still did. living do off you still, that money. Yeah, I that think money? I do because I studied abroad. That was part of the. Uh, yeah. Impetus. You went to, to the I castle. Studied, right? I went to the castle at yeah. Emerson College and I just balled out and it was awesome. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. I, I think I missed the detail. This is the summer after senior year of high school or after, after the first year of freshman college? freshman year of college. Okay. Oh, wow. You were young. I, I, it was yeah. basically like I could either go home with my parents. Oh, right. I remember you said. Or live with Greg. Yeah. <laughs> New Jersey with your parents or, or Nantucket Greg with Greg. Greg. Uh, I would have picked Greg. Too. You saw other girls that summer. You went back. I saw some of them working, but I didn't really talk to them. I think some of them still follow me online. I ran into one at the West Hollywood community pool. Like years later, wow. had she moved to California? Yeah, she had, and we Damn. were just like, "Wait, you, wait, the pool, Greg?" <laughs> and then we were like, "Oh yeah, that was a." Was she like, summer. "Yeah, Greg was fucking weird." Uh, she was kind of uh, to quote Amy Silverberg, funky, and I guess she was a funky person, <laughs> a little bit of a loon. Yeah, I think she liked it maybe a little <laughs> better. Than it's I so guess. wild when you're like you're trying to connect with someone, being like, "This is crazy, right?" And yeah, another person's like, "Pretty normal to me." <laughs> you're like, you're like, like, "Oh, damn, about okay. it." Yeah, <laughs> what was weird about it to you? Yeah, yeah. I, I do have pictures too. If you if you want to, do you have a picture any. of Greg? I don't think Greg is any of the pictures. I'd love to see you at that time. Yeah. yeah. Send us some of those. I had a great tan that summer. Were yeah. your, did you tell your parents that about this house no. and Greg? No. Okay, not. so you didn't tell them. If I told no. my dad, my dad would have been sobbing and come through the house. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you should go home. <laughs> my you parents home. Exactly. almost disowned me when I made this life choice because I think that was, because I always felt very like overprotected by my parents because, you know, they're Syrian and very, they were very strict with me. So that was like, I remember I just made this conscious choice where I was like, I can't ever live in your home ever again. And mm -hmm. I, it, it was a little tumultuous in that way. Yeah. And I was basically like, well. And then you never did again. You never, never again. No. Wow. It sounds to me like making that much money that summer was like so key to the rest yeah, of your life. It and really allowed was. you to wow. like go on and. Be free. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So thank you, Greg. Thank After you. After all, we thank you. After all, we thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Were there other houses like that where it was like a dude and it was the these first house women? I saw. I just like saw it in the reader, and it that is so. It was funny. such a it beautiful so house, and they had like bikes there. So I used to just like borrow the bike. To me, like, the moral of this story is that you should be thanking Greg, and we should honestly, <laughs> honestly, and that we should call him up. And My be like, question: Thank you. I feel like Greg's arrested somewhere. Yeah, like Greg's definitely in jail. Greg was like now. also running like a sex trafficking ring. Yeah, I was like, I will say of John Hamm and Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, the yeah. This thing I do specifically uh-huh. remember specifically saying like must be 18 plus. Huh? Okay, so <laughs> he was only trafficking Whoa. adults. So that's I think that, yeah, I, mean, I thought you were gonna say it said it must be hot woman. <laughs> and I was gonna be like, damn, he has like the cups preferred in the listing. <laughs> well at so I wonder about at the time and then later. Was there a graph of like you thought this is creepy or at the time you're just like this is fun and later upon reflection you're like this was creepy or what's your... I think that's exactly right. I think at the time I was just like whatever because I had such like a limited world view at this point and I was just like cool hot tub these girls seem fine. Like now I would obviously never mm-hmm. move into this situation. You're so naive that, and when yeah. I was in college at UC Santa Barbara go gauchos go there was a slum lord landlord Gleb was his name. <laughs> his name was, I don't know if that was his first name or his last hold name. Everyone on, called him Gleb. Hold on. Not Glenn. Not Gleb. Jeb. Gleb. Gleb. I think okay. Gleb was his Gleb. last name. Everyone <laughs> called him Gleb. I, it does was, sound like you made that up. And yeah. he did so many crazy things to us all. He owned like every, you know, in this, I don't know if you guys have been to Isla Vista, but it's kind of a, it's like so pretty. It's on the ocean, but the apartments are like falling apart. It's yeah. It's like a slum, but, and, um, he was, he would say such crazy things. He would text girls if they didn't like that they were whores. It was all <gasps> crazy. And people were always like, we didn't know what to do. People were always trying to like get him in trouble, but there was nobody to go to. And he would ask you what your parents did for a living oh my before God. like renting Let- to you. And then he'd be like, he rented to, I lived with a group of girls and we were best friends with the boys next door to us. And they told us what he said about us. And they were like, he said like, there's some, there's some girls ripe for the picking next door. No. Just like crazy things. Gleb. I think Gleb. he eventually got in trouble or and he drove like a Ferrari and, you know. Do you think Gleb and Greg would be friends or I enemies? I think they're part of Gleb the secret was absolutely group. scummy. Like didn't even pretend to be nice was, you know. Did Greg pretend to be nice or was he? You know, I don't think Greg. I think Greg really liked because a lot of the girls in the house were like, Blonde bombshells, if you can imagine. You you know the type. It's an Antucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like I was like the weird, like artsy ethnic girl. Oh, <laughs> you were you were the diversity hire yeah. for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> liked you. Yeah, I feel like he was like, and she was super blonde and like gorgeous in that way. And okay. I like he just I, I feel like he didn't know what to do with me, so he didn't talk to me very much. Did you see him talk to the other girls? Yes. And they were more friendly, but they were more flirty too than me. I was very much uh, like I live here. Yeah, I'm going to eat my cereal. I would have been like leave. terrified of him. That yeah. would have. So wait, just real quick. These parties, were there men or was it just like the girls and Greg? So they didn't drunk? let us have parties. Usually <laughs> it was just when the fiance went out of town. So then it was him and maybe like two of his like 40 year old guy friends and then all the girls. Okay, so disturbing. <laughs> yeah. James did, face did a lot so of the hard. girls like live there every summer. Was it that kind I of think thing? So yeah, they had been and they were all like last summer was so fun because I can't remember what the fiance's name was. Let's call her like Shirley. They were like Shirley wasn't here and we could party all the time and Greg was so fun. 
I feel like I liked Greg like on a leash. I prefer. Yeah. yeah. Like, Thank God Charlie's here. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what would happen? Was there a jacuzzi? There was. I knew it. Yes. You know Greg was, was getting in that jacuzzi with those oh. girls and or letting his keep suggesting. What about the jacuzzi? How long were they together? Did they say? Uh it was pretty new. It was pretty fresh. Like it sounds it, new. They hadn't been dating the summer previously. <gasps> Probably if they'd been dating the summer previously, she would have been gone. gone. But I can mm. give you a story from that same summer that will restore your faith in men, though. Would that be helpful? Would that yeah. be helpful? It's like, is that what we want? Yeah. I no, guess. I want my <laughs> I want my faith not restored. I think we need to establish a verdict, a verdict okay. from guest detective Amy Silverberg. Okay, Amy Silverberg. You get to, so the verdict is, usually the verdict is we hear the story and James, oh wait, did you want to read your poem? Well, let's figure that out. Okay. Um, so we do a verdict where we listen to the story, James takes notes, and then we say what we think happened. Okay, I think yeah. this woman stole $800 of men's <laughs> money and I think she's remained on Nantucket with her large boyfriend. Do we know his name? Uh, I can't remember, but I think Bruno still have or something. Number if you want to call her. <laughs> oh my God, let's call <laughs> yeah, her. Right call now. her right now. <laughs> call, call her. Call her. Call let's her. ask for the $800 back. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, with inflation, it's more like 2000 yeah, So yeah, if you could been, send that. You invested this money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, now I need interest. Let's see if she's still in here. Okay. Because what's her name? Stacy. Oh, right. right, right. Oh, no. Stacy stole, Stacey 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 stole money from yeah. you 100%. Yeah, and yeah. I hope that, honestly, listen, was it good that she stole money from you? No, but do I hope she's having a nice life on Nantucket? You know, I hope they got married. Maybe she has a few kids. Um, maybe she's the landlord. I really don't maybe she's that the new Greg. Yeah, yeah, she has little boys. God, um, that's the guest verdict. I will read the notes. Okay, read the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Never going home again. Greg Nantucket, butt chips, <laughs> large boyfriend, sex oozing. Shirley wasn't home. Five years later, this woman stole eight hundred dollars from you. <laughs> I had, okay, to, I had to cross out. I had to cross out a lot of stuff. Really? <laughs> I, I just like try to figure out the narrative. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was wild. I feel like this episode could be titled like "Very Nice Women Having Wild Experiences." <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice women ghosting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely um, stole eight hundred dollars from you. And I was gonna say something else, but I can't. I remember. do. It's so I wonder what she would have said if you would have walked up to her five years later in that bar and been like, "You stole eight hundred dollars from me." Like, would she have been like, "Oh, sorry, that was like a rough time for me," or would she have been like, "No, I didn't. Like, you're a liar." Probably. I feel like she'd be like, "No, I didn't. You're a liar." Yeah. Were these? My did guess. there was there ever fights <gasps> in the house? Like, did the what? Did I was gonna say, what if there was? Yeah, I was like, what if there was some way that she was gonna pay you like left. I forget though how the payment was supposed to happen, but Greg took it. Is that uh, not possible? What if she <laughs> sent it and it got lost in the mail? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Greg didn't get his last month rent. But granted, we did all get kicked out haphazard. Yeah, I where don't know did what the you, rules? Where did there. you go? Yeah. Were you done for the summer? You went home, or I think I. It was like right when I was leaving, so I probably either stayed with my friend or I had like a, like a 
half a boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and went over there. Yeah, who did visit me in the hot tub one time and everyone thought it was this other girl and they started a rumor about how the other girl had a guy over in the hot tub and I never corrected anyone. Ah! <laughs> were they, were you guys not allowed to have, were you not we allowed to have men? To It'd be men. so cool that Greg you was like, you weren't supposed to bring Greg men. was like, none no. of you are allowed to have boyfriends. That's what he said. We weren't allowed to have men, but then my roommate always had So Stacy was always, yeah. yeah, sneaking hers in. Yeah. Mm. With Bruno. Oh, but Did, I, I derailed that there was a story that would restore hope in men. Okay, so tell, tell the story. Okay, so one of the places I worked at that summer, this cute guy used to come in all the time and we had like this great rapport and like I had such a crush on him. And one day he drove me home and I was like, it's going to happen. And then he was like, hey, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 19. And he was like, 19, 19, 19. Ooh, 19. And then I was like, how old are you? And he was like 31 or something. And I was like, it's not a problem. It's fine. And he was like 19. And then he just dropped me off. And then I never heard from him again either. And looking back, I was so disappointed at the time. But looking back, I'm like, he was a hero. Yeah. Well, mm. I, I think you're giving him a lot the more credit. Really yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, the bar is pretty low. The bar is yeah. so low that a 31-year-old didn't want to hook up, up with, with a 19-year-old. And me like, Lynn's like, that's a hero. That's, that's a hero. hero. Yeah. Did, did that's I not a mention little part where I dated only mean men until came? Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. That's mm. right. Yeah, yeah. I one yeah. time was uh, making out with a guy at a bar, and he was like, "How old are you?" I was like, "23." And I opened my eyes, and he was gone. And <gasps> I think he just was like, "I don't have time for this." Like, <laughs> he's like, you know, an adult. Oh, they say your brain's not fully developed till twenty six. Maybe yep. I was twenty two. I, I just remember saying my age, and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> I once told a guy at the Gold Room that I was twenty two. And he went, mm, still fresh. Yeah. Oh. That's like something whole... my landlord, Gleb, my college <laughs> landlord, <laughs> Shout out to Gleb as being the worst person. <laughs> I didn't have a creepy landlord, but I did do a summer stock theater summer thing, and they were supposed to house you. And one time the stove blew up, and uh, we were using it. So that was I had this, the first place I lived in LA, I've only lived in two apartments with like girls. You remember that apartment, yeah. Um, We had this Ukrainian landlord, and she was kind of crazy. Like some days she would love us, and she would be like, like we would have a wild party, and we'd be like, she's gonna be so mad at us, and she'd be like, fun party, yes. (laughs) And then wouldn't you see her like in your window? Oh, she would open. I my window was like facing the patio, and she would like stick her head in, and she would be like, I have fresh tomato for you. contribution to the yeah. party yeah or no I was just like in my I was like naked in my room you know she was like this crazy and we it was her duplex so we lived below her and she would be so like funny. I hear Amy stomping stomping and I was like what and then one time we had a Christmas tree and I think she must have thought that nobody else was home it was only me alone in the apartment and we dragged out the Christmas tree and I guess we left some pine needles in our shared entryway and I heard her through the door she didn't know anyone was home. And she goes, fucking beaches, fucking whores, Christmas tree needles everywhere, fucking beaches. <laughs> and I, I called my, land, my um, roommate, who was the one who always talked to her. And I was like, Marina is screaming fucking bitches, fucking whores about the pine needles. And then I later, I, I was like so afraid to go outside. I thought she was going to scream at me. And I saw her in the hallway and she was like, hello. And I was like, okay, what is going on with you? And uh-huh. 
Anyway, I think she was just kind of letting off some steam by yeah, herself. Yeah, she just vented a and lot. And didn't think that I could wow. hear her. Yeah. She probably also ghosts people rather than confront them. She's yes. probably one of us. We lived there for a lot of years and she was like, I like having nice girls here. And then we left and she was like, you shouldn't leave. Like uh-huh. one girl was moving in with her boyfriend and stuff. And she was, she like, was like, no, be single forever with yeah, me. She was like, don't give him milk for free. <laughs> Something like that. My thought about the Greg house, the Nantucket house was... They just kicked you out, and I was like, "That's probably, you know, you probably could have found some kind of tenants' rights thing that said that you, they can't do that." But I was like, "There's no way your leases we were binding." We didn't have a contract. Yeah. Like, I didn't sign anything. I paid them eight hundred dollars in cash. Yep. Every- yeah. Also, imagine wow. how awful to go like toe to toe with Greg and Shirley. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Have more lawyer money than I do. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and just like, who knows? Yeah. Like, how many girls did up? you say was there too? In the house? No, it was like, I, w- I want to say like nine to 10. Like, what's nine times eight? 72. <laughs> so $7,200 a month extra. I feel like they, they just... were also chaotic when it happened. We were like, this is life. Yeah. Uh, this is they're like, goes. natural. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. the end of summer. I think we were all going to move out. It was like the end of August and we were all going to move out September 1st. Probably then- Shirley was like, fall's coming and I got to get. I gotta get this guy's life in order. Yeah, I gotta get these these hoes out of here. (laughs) Hot girl summer's over. Yeah, she's like, it's surely summer now. I don't know. Surely, surely fall. (laughs) Yeah, surely fall. Surely fall. That truly really was summer, the original really hot girl summer. That yeah, must that be where really it originated was. in that house. What if she was the original girl that he let stay there? And then she's having her own Peter Pan Wendy moment. She's like, you can't stay in Neverland forever. You're going way like sci-fi. Yeah, I really this. did. It's a 24 yeah. horror movie or yeah, or, or bust. Or I think. Disney. You yeah. find out that Stacy has been there for 10,000 years. Yeah, yeah. Stacy's immortal. <laughs> <laughs> she actually has everyone for $800 that summer. <laughs> we have to do, uh, I can't think of that word. Unfinished. Yes. I actually, I oh, okay. Yes, we're gonna get okay, you. We're out. gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So real quick, I've Lynn, seen the Snoopy movie at two p.m. That's so right. fucking awesome. That's your big obligation. <laughs> I know. I have more questions on that, but <laughs> <laughs> my celebrity crush. Unf- okay. So now we have unfinished business, Lynn. If you could tell us any, so if you have anything to say to your ghost, Stacy. Do you have anything to say to her? I guess I would tell Stacy that since that time I did get into CrossFit and my butt has gotten substantially more defined. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Stacy, give the money back. Stacy, give if it you're back. Listening you to dumb this, bitch. Yeah. Well, you better I shouldn't say list that. Your Venmo. <laughs> list your Venmo. <laughs> Stacy, send us your Venmo. Molly, you can pay me anytime. Yes. How cool would it be if two if a month from now you had eight hundred dollars? Eight hundred dollars. It should be two thousand with inflation. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah. Two thousand dollars. And that will pay for all the CrossFit that I had to there endure. You go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, hope the hope the sex is good. Okay, the, with the guy. All right. Um, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Where can we find you both? Uh, at Halen Molly on Instagram, and I started a TikTok, and I have eleven followers. Yay! I, I continue to forget that TikTok exists, or I post fifty things in one day. I feel like there yeah, is I no see a lot of you on there TikTok. There is no, oh, and then I forget about it for months. I don't. There's I try no not to go inter. On it. Um, there's no inner in, in between. I probably yeah. won't have a TikTok by the time this airs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm at Amy Silverberg on all um, platforms. Platforms, and you can visit my website, amysilverberg.com. 
Awesome. Uh, thank you so much. And I really hope you get to the Snoopy movie. <laughs> thank you. I have seen the Snoopy movie at two. Um, shout out to Snoopy. Shout out. Right. Thanks so much for listening to Kadi Asad Ghost Detective. The show is recorded, edited, and produced by me, James Hilmer. You can follow the show at Kadi Asad Ghost Detective on Instagram and support our Patreon at patreon.com slash Kadi Asad. Thanks so much. <laughs>